Welcome to the DY Media One podcast, recorded by the media program at Dennis Yarmouth Regional High School. In these shows, we will discuss news and issues addressed to the DY School District and the communities of Dennis and Yarmouth. Hello everybody, this is Reed Winham, media and English teacher at Dennis Yarmouth Regional High School, and we are coming to you with another State of the School podcast. We are back in our podcast booth so our sound quality should be uh, somewhat improved from uh, the, the past few that we've done. Um, and I'm sitting here with Dr. Paul Funk, our school principal. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Yeah. Happy to be back. Yep, so we're here. We've, we've got the doors <coughs> open and the window open to keep the airflow going. But um, I w- we have, I wouldn't say that we are back to normal, but we're the last few weeks have been some, have seen some major changes. Do you want to talk about that a yeah, little bit? Yeah, it's been great. I mean, we've we've got uh, everybody in the in the district that wants to be back in school full time uh, back as of May third. Every day. Every day, five days a week. Uh, so it's been great. It's been uh, it was stressful to get that get that going and get that to happen. But uh, students have been outstanding. The teachers have been fantastic as they have all year. Um, and now we're we're really seeing some uh, some progress towards normalcy. Mm-hmm. Um, this week with the uh, the mask uh, lifting of uh, masks with athletics, um, there's no longer required masks during any of the athletic events out that are outside. Uh, no longer masks at recess at the younger schools. I know uh, my kids are very very <clears throat> happy. Yeah, I mean it's great. We're really going in the right direction. Um, and you know it's um, it's a tribute to everybody that's worked really hard to get us in the spot. So I'm I'm real happy with where the school is at this point. Yeah, I m- my <coughs> feeling uh, you know two months ago was we've got something that's working. Let's ride it out till June and and try to kickstart the thing in the fall. But now that as as difficult as it has been to change again. Um, I think that it's probably in the long run it's going to be really helpful for the kids to have these yeah. this month and a half or two months of of normal relatively normal school so that September doesn't feel weird. Yeah, I think that was really crucial uh, to get students uh, back in the building full time. I think it was important for the students and for the teachers. Um, I think it's something that uh, we want to we want to make sure that in the fall we are ready to roll and we are back in a situation that is as normal as can be and I think by doing that for the last month and a half here we'll set us set ourselves up for a good uh, good start to next year yeah I mean there's there's (coughs) some growing pains I know some kids have have felt they've gotten used to the isolation and now they're kind of trying to get used to being with their peers again Um, and some are taking to it very well. Others are, you know, having some anxiety over it. But I think it's better to have that anxiety now in the yeah. spring when we can see the end in sight. Yeah, absolutely. So that come September, we just can. Absolutely. You know, you know I'm really, <clears throat> I really feel, um, I don't know if it's relieved or excited about, you know, the uh, the updates that came from the, 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 uh, the governor this week and, you know, really thinking that, when we hit the ground running in the fall, we're going to be in a much more normal situation than we've been in a while. How did you guys manage MCAS? <laughs> we're still doing it now. <laughs> you know, that's I, I just uh, was explaining this to someone yesterday. Right now, 
we got all the kids that wanted to be back in the building. Okay, so that was great. Now we got to give MCAS. In addition to giving MCAS, we've got to prepare for graduation. In addition to that, we've got to we've got to create and set the schedule for next year, all within a month, less than a month, um, because it, it, in my opinion, it's imperative that the teachers leave here with a schedule and that the students leave here with a schedule for the fall to, you know, lift any anxiety. So we're working on that. We're working on graduation, and we're working on MCAS. So there is a lot going on, and it is difficult. It is, let me tell you, it's difficult to manage all that. Um, the students are doing a great job, I mean, and the teachers. I mean, the other thing MCAS does is, <clears throat> and I'm a proponent of MCAS. I think it's important to assess kids um, maybe not as much as the state likes to assess kids, but I think it's important to assess them. One of the issues is it puts an enormous amount of stress on the teachers because teachers need to proctor, teachers need classes covered, teachers need to, won't be with the students that they're always with. So, MCAS puts an unduly amount of stress on every school in the Commonwealth. And I, I believe in it. I think it's important. But, you know, I think we could have done without it this year. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I think we could have managed. <laughs> I, I tend, to, tend to agree with you. And I, I'll bet there's a lot of uh, students that would agree as well, including uh, Rebecca, who is um, who is our, our technician today, who had two days of MCAS this week. And she's got two more next week, so which you're looking forward to, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so sp spring sp spring sports are uh, in full swing. Yep. Yeah, it's been great. Um, it was nice. I talked with Athletic Director Mary O'Connor yesterday, and I, th I think I want to say yesterday or two days ago was the first day that they lifted the mask mandate um, with athletics, and she said it was the first time you could see kids smiling, talking. You know, especially at a baseball game, you know, cheering each other on, uh, commenting, making comments, you know, um, throughout the game. So uh, we're in full swing. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, girls and boys track. We've got tennis. We've got girls golf, baseball, boys and, boys and girls lacrosse and softball. So uh, we're flying. Um, it's going good. Weather's been great. Yeah, I know. <coughs> it's, 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 it's been yeah. beautiful. It's been, it's been really, really nice. Um, so, I know you, you've, you've got stuff to do. I, I don't want to get into the minutia of the scheduling for next year. Um, and uh, MCAS is MCAS, and, and we're, we're, we're going to get through it. The kids are going to get through it. Um, but it, I really am interested in senior activity, senior yeah. week, and what's going on? What are we going to – what's the plan there? Yeah, we, I, I'll tell you um, – I mean, there's a few people behind the scenes in in graduation that certainly don't get the credit. One is Mr. Winham, who is sitting right here, who becomes our technology guru during graduation. So you know, we throw I throw everything I can that has the word technology at Mr. Winham and say, just fix it, deal with it. This is what we need, and it gets done. So in addition to to read with all the technology stuff for graduation, Tamara Endich is another person that is consistently behind the scenes as our senior class advisor to, you know, handle graduation and handle senior week. So Tamara has worked all year with this, and um, – we have a miniature golf outing at for senior week activities. We have a miniature golf outing at Skull Island. 
we have <coughs> a boat cruise out of Sasuit Harbor. Um, we have awards night, um, which we're going to run. It'll probably be outside. And, you know, that, again, everything can kind of change a little bit, um, which is the Thursday before graduation. And then the Friday before graduation, we're having our prom. It's a senior prom. It's called the Senior's Last Splash. It's at the Seaview. Miss um, Endich has put the entire uh, program together, red carpet, the whole nine yards we would normally do for a prom. Um, this year it is subjected to just seniors a lot of times it's uh, senior junior together but this year it's just seniors um, and it, and then it'll culminate with uh, with graduation so mm -hmm. um, it's I'm looking forward to it yeah and we have senior last assembly in there as well yep. yeah yeah um, and <coughs> awards uh, awards night and graduation the plan right now and I'm, I'm working with our IT people is to have them live streamed that'd be great yeah yeah so we've, we've tried to do it in the past to mixed results um, uh, I was very unhappy last year when we had when it cut out about 15 minutes in um, but we're hoping we're gonna be able to get that yeah flawless this year and um, you know the guidelines are still changing I was in a conversation yesterday with the uh, Yarmouth and Dennis boards of health um, I mean, at this point, we're we're allowing uh, they're allowing four guests per graduate. Now that may change in the next week. They had told me that there's new graduation guidelines that should be out Friday, so we're going to wait and see. We're going to meet next week. Um, you guys know me well enough that I'm pushing for as many guests as I can get for mm -hmm. these seniors. I want to celebrate them. I, you know, we all have a special place in our heart for these guys that have struggled throughout this whole year. They, they've just done an amazing job. But we're going to push to see how many people that the boards of health, you know, would allow us to safely have uh, in an outdoor graduation. Um, in the case of rain, we have bought uh, everybody an umbrella. Every graduate is getting a. DY Dolphin <laughs> Umbrella, because <laughs> we are going to try to uh, have uh, have that graduation outside as best we can. Naturally, if there's a hurricane or you know a lightning storm, we, we have a <coughs> we have an indoor option, but we're going to try not to go inside at all. So okay, um, that that means I should start <laughs> shopping this afternoon <laughs> yeah. for uh, for the, the the baggies that they make for the cameras, the ponchos, for yeah, the, no, for the cameras, oh, for, yeah, 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 that might be. A <coughs> That might be necessary. Uh, I, sh I should definitely plan for that. Um, you like to get out. You like to get out and walk around the building. Yeah. Um, uh, anything in the past week or so that you've seen that's... Well, actually, you know, before we get to that, we should put a plug-in for... Um, excuse me. We should put a plug-in for the play yeah, that's going, going on. Tomorrow. Yeah. and Can't which wait. Which <laughs> is, uh, once again, y y unique in mm -hmm. the DUI experience in that they're doing, um, obviously this podcast will be posted after the play, unfortunately, yeah. but we have been promoting on a social media. They're doing a staged reading of the musical version of Little Women outside at the little, I don't know if you call it a band shell or what it is, Yeah. at Mattachies. Amphitheater maybe? Amphitheater, yeah. 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 But the, the old Greek style yeah. outdoor theater. Yeah. Um, and so they're going to do a stage reading with music and, uh, yeah. I, I, you know. It's I'm lo looking forward to it. They got The show is going to be uh, 4.30 on Friday, and then uh, naturally the podcast will be, like you said, afterward. But it's 4.30 on Friday, 1 on Sunday, and 4.30 on Sunday. Yeah. 
And so, uh, Roger Shoemaker continues to. Uh, he always jokes with me, like he 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 he's, he's, he cannot figure out technology to save his life, but he can. He has figured out so many creative <coughs> solutions for the theater department in the conditions that we're working under yeah. for COVID. Uh, you those know? kids, are, you know, yeah. they've just done a great job. Yeah. You know? So I'm looking forward to it. So getting back to the point that I was going to make, that you like to get out into the classroom, and and I'm just wondering, <coughs> is is there any lesson? Um, anything that you've seen in the past couple of weeks that you could you could share with the people of of uh, something really cool that you've spotted? Oh God, there's so much going on. Um, well, <coughs> the um, I don't know if this is exciting, but it's exciting as from the principal's uh, standpoint. The math department, many of them are using this new online program called Desmos, which is allowing them to work virtually with students at home and in the classroom on graphing, on, you know, calculus problems. Um, <clears throat> it's really an online program that has um, its own graphing calculator that's really, that, that's really improved um, how teachers work with students that aren't right in front of them. It's pretty unique to see that. Um, the other thing that's been great is, of course, um, in the science department, uh, Miss Chaucey's anatomy class continues to do their dissections, and um, you know they, they they're dissecting minks this year. When when I was the <laughs> teacher in anatomy, we did cats. That's moved on to minks, and mm -hmm. uh, their hands-on um, uh, dissections. Uh, it's been great. I was in in that class, and you know again while I'm on that subject, I'll give a shout out to uh, Lisa Fady and Amy Chaucey and our guidance department who wrote the uh, Innovative Pathway Grant uh, for twenty five thousand dollars, in which we're now going to be a health science mecca, um, and we're going to you know have a whole pathway of uh, health sciences uh, for for our students uh, that want to be involved in that. So there's a lot of really unique stuff that's going on in the building. It's uh, it's really cool. Good. Good. Um, and we uh, we usually like to end with a shout-out. Um, so uh, who, who would you like to give a shout-out to? Well, <clears throat> i got to say um, someone who's done an absolute fantastic job is uh, one of our PE teachers, Matt Giglio. So Matt Giglio is a fairly new teacher here. Um, he has a unique certification where he's certified in phys ed and special needs. And given the pandemic, uh, he stepped up and has moved from the phys ed department into our special needs department. Well, he spends a lot of time in our WAVE program. Um, so he has put our WAVE students on a um, conditioning program, fitness program, where they, uh, they lift weights um, and condition every day um, for 30 to, 30 to 60 minutes. And he has a whole program. I went down and watched it. Um, we've got a group of our, our high-need students uh, learning uh, proper stretches, learning proper fitness, uh, lifting weights, uh, bench press, military press, um, all kinds of stuff. And then also with the weather being good, they're out on the track, they're conditioning. So he's got a whole group of students that he has morphed into uh, fitness gurus. And it's, it was, it's been really cool to see. That's, that's fantastic. That's great. That's one of those stories that here, here in my end of the building, I don't hear about. Yeah, I was so impressed at the last time I went down and watched, I videoed it. 
and I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do with the video, where I can post it, or how I can post little clippets of it. Uh, naturally, I'll probably have to talk to Mr. Winham to try to figure that out. <laughs> but it was, it's, it's really unique. <clears throat> All right. Well, we thank everybody for listening. This is probably going to be our final episode of State of the School for the, for the very strange and wild and wacky and wonderful 2020-2021 school year. Um, we thank everybody for listening, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again in the fall. Go Dolphins! You've been listening to the DY Media One Podcast, a production of the Dennis Yarmouth Regional High School Media Program. If you would like to explore other projects created by DY students, check out DY Media One on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes.